0: The Frog Prince. In olden times, when wishing still did some good, there lived a king whose daughters were all beautiful, but the youngest was as beautiful as a fairy that the sun itself marvelled at every time it shined on her face. Close by the king's palace lay a great dark forest, and under an old lime tree in the forest was a pool. In the heat of the day, the princess would go out into the forest and sit on the edge of the cool pool. She had great fun throwing a golden ball into the air and catching it. One day, when the princess threw the ball high up in the air, she didn't catch it. It slipped through her fingers onto the ground. Then it rolled past her into the pool and disappeared beneath the water. The pool was deep, so deep that she could not see the bottom. She began to cry, and cried louder and louder, and could not stop. As she wept, someone asked her,
1: What's wrong with you, princess? You weep so that even a stone would show pity.
0: Hearing this, the princess looked around, and wanted to know where the voice came from. Unexpectedly, a frog stuck his fat head out of the water. Ah, frog, it is you, said the princess.
1: I am weeping for my golden ball, which has fallen into the pool. Hush now, do not weep, said the frog. I can help you, but what will you give me if I can bring the ball up again? Whatever you will have, dear
0: frog, said the princess. My clothes, my pearls and jewels, and even the golden crown which I am wearing. Hearing this, the frog told the
1: princess, I do not care for the clothes, the pearls and jewels. "'or the golden crown. "'But if you will love me "'and let me be your companion and playmate "'and sit by you at the little table "'and eat off of a little golden plate "'and drink out of a little cup "'and sleep in a little bed, "'if you will promise me this, "'I will go down below "'and bring you up the golden ball.' "'Oh, yes, I promise you all that you wish "'if you will bring me back my ball,'
0: "'she said, but in her mind she thought, "'How silly is this, Frog?' He be a companion to any human being, but the frog, when he received this promise, put his head into the water and sank down, and in a short time came swimming up again with the ball in his mouth and threw it on the grass. The princess was delighted to see her pretty plaything once more; she picked it up and ran away with it.
1: Wait, wait, take me with you! I can't jump as fast as you can run.
0: But it did him no good to croak, croak as loudly as he could. She did not listen to him, but ran home and soon forgot the poor frog, who was forced to go back into his pool again. The next day, when she had seated herself at a table with the king and all the courtiers and was eating from her little golden plate, something came creeping up the marble staircase. Splish, splash, splish, splash, flip, flop. And when it had reached the top, It knocked at the door and cried,
1: Princess, young princess,
0: open the door for me. She ran to see who was outside, but when she opened the door, there sat the frog in front of it. She slammed the door shut in great haste and sat down to dinner again, looking quite frightened. Seeing that the princess was a bit shaken, the king asked her,
1: My child, what are you so afraid of? Is there perchance a giant outside who wants to carry you away?
0: Ah, uh, no, it is not a giant, but a disgusting frog answered the princess. What does the frog want with you? Oh, dear father, yesterday when I was in the forest sitting by the well playing, my golden ball fell into the water, and because I cried so loudly, the frog brought it out for me again. And because he insisted on it, I promised him he could be my companion. But I never thought he would be able to come out of the water. And now he's outside the door and wants to come in with me. When the king and princess were talking, another knock came at the door. And the frog cried,
1: Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Do you not remember what you promised yesterday by the cool waters of the pool? Princess, young princess. Open the door for me. Learning this, the king
0: said to the princess, If you have made a promise, you must keep it. Go and let him in. The princess went to the door and opened it, and the frog hopped in after her and jumped into the chair and cried, Lift me up beside you. The princess shook in her shoes when hearing this, but the king ordered her to obey what the frog
1: said. The frog went straight on to the table and said, Now push the little golden plate nearer to me that we may eat together. The
0: princess was unwilling to do so, but she pushed the plate to the frog. The frog drank from her little golden plate until it was quite empty. Somehow the princess didn't feel
1: at all thirsty either. Finally, the frog said again, I'm full. Now I am tired. Carry me into the little room and make the little silken bed ready, and we will both lie down and go to sleep. The princess was in fear of this cold frog, and she even had no courage to touch it with a finger.
0: Hearing that the frog would sleep in her bed, she began crying. Seeing her response to this, the king said angrily,
1: He who helped you when you were in trouble ought not afterwards be despised by you. The
0: princess held the frog with two of her delicate fingers and carried it upstairs to her bedroom and placed it at one corner of the room. But just as she lay down on the bed,
1: the frog climbed to the bedside and spoke to her. I am tired. I want to sleep as well as you. Lift me up or I will tell your father.
0: Hearing this, the princess had no choice but to hold the frog in her hands and kiss him and say good night. Well, now you should be satisfied. Please go to sleep. But suddenly he was no frog, but a prince with beautiful, kind eyes and a wonderful smile. He told her how he had been cursed by a wicked witch, and how no one could have delivered him from the spell but herself. Learning this, the princess felt very sorry for how wrong she had been to him, and she apologized deeply. The next day, the princess told the frog story to the king, and the old king greatly admired the prince's courage and willpower. He issued an order that the prince shall marry the princess, and they should return to the prince's kingdom together. The next morning, a large, splendid carriage drove up to the castle door. Seeing his master was so happy, the prince's faithful steward, named Henry, also felt very glad. The prince took the princess to his own kingdom, and they lived happily ever after.